Welcome to a brand new episode of Sequel Rights, the podcast where we take a look at the franchises that make you go, oh, thank God, it's the last one. <sighs> we did it. <sighs> and we give each and every sequel a fair trial. My name is Justin Camps, and I'm here with Elizabeth Helley and Tyler Hymanson. And they call me Wild Arms. They call him Wild Arms. Like, you guys can't see it. He's flailing like crazy the entire time we record. I uh, can't believe they finally brought this up. It's so, so wild. So wild. Uh, we are here uh, today talking about the last, so far, uh, Land Before Time film, number 14, Journey of the Brave. And we are not alone this time. We added a new member to our herd this week. Jake Knox is here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> beep, beep. What up, Jake? Glad to be here. You know, I just am so excited because I've been watching this movie my whole life. And I'm happy to talk about it. This exact, this exact one or, you, or the first movie? <laughs> <laughs> this one. I'm, a, I'm actually a lot younger. You're four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah. Anytime you need to feel a little braver, you're like, I need to get hyped up with braveness. I'm going to watch Journey of the Brave. Journey of the Brave. Yeah. Um, Jake is a friend of the show and musician as well. He's got a uh, new album out called Breaking Up With Dreams right now. You guys should check it out for sure. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's a good one. Um, anything else you want to say, Jake, about your music or anything? Yeah, I mean, uh, we just launched that record, and it's a good breakup record if you are breaking up with stuff, or if you're at the end of a series, or maybe a 10 <laughs> movie, and it's over, this is what you should listen to. So that's what I got for that. Ooh, <laughs> mm, perfect. So I'm going to... that's a, that was that's the best promo <laughs> we've ever had. Yeah. <laughs> right after this, I'm going to put it on, and the tears will start to flow. The tears will flow. <laughs> be all hot and stinky we had so many memories so many memories oh man all right well awesome uh before we get into this last land before time movie uh as always thanks for being here and eliz where can people reach us yeah uh send us an email about what you might like to see in the far future and beyond and the mysterious beyond to sequel rights at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube at Sequel Rights. And please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. There are a lot of episodes out there that you can go back, comment on, rate, review. It'll help other people find us, find our back catalog. And uh, there's still a lot of great stuff out there. So we'd really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do this. Your favorite dinosaurs are starring in an all new movie. My dad's in trouble. I'm going to the fire mountain. I'm going to help him. Experience the wonder of their latest adventure. This way! Look for the light. Featuring a new song, Look for the Light, performed by Reba McIntyre. Bring home the all-new family movie. The Land Before Time, Journey of the Break. Look for it on DVD and Digital HD. Oh, digital oh, HD. <laughs> they really knew that that song was like the only thing in this movie. Because even when you pop the DVD in, like the song just comes blasting out. I was like, oh, yeah. my God. It, <laughs> it blasts out on every single different menu screen <laughs> on the DVD. <laughs> oh, man. Pretty funny. 
But uh, yeah, so here we are. Land. Uh, sorry, I was going to say Land Before Time, Journey of the Brave. Last movie. Lots of people have died since we started this series. <laughs> <laughs> time Before Land. So many actors dead and replaced by lesser oh, no. voices. Yeah, who uh, we, we got? We we lose. We lose our John Engel. We lose uh, Kenneth Mars. Kenneth Mars gone. Mars. And we lost Tress McNeil, even though I'm pretty sure she's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> um, Jake, you mentioned that you've been watching the original um, forever. So what is your background with this series? Well, it is just one of those tearjerkers when you're a kid. You know, it's mm-hmm. I just remember watching it and you're just the whole crew. I don't know. It's just such a strong memory of me and my sister watching it. So when y'all mentioned that you were doing land before time, I was like, this is going to be good. And then they have 10. It's going to keep getting better and better and better. So I was just excited to, to see what was going to happen. And we're going to chat about what happened. (laughs) (laughs) I just remember you, like when we were telling you what you were doing, you were just like, what? what and tyler was like yeah there's aliens and you're like what (laughs) we're like like throwing out little things to like shock you and and that we're like we got to get you on for one of these so i'm glad it worked out (laughs) yeah of course and especially one with reba mcintyre so i am just i mean yeah you lucked out on this one here yeah she missed the grammy though but like she was so close (laughs) so close So yeah, like some tech uh, stuff. You mentioned the digital HD. This is also the first one to uh, thank God be in widescreen. Yes. No more, yeah. Uh, For the love <laughs> of God. Square on my TV. I was like, uh, I want to see the whole Great Valley, yeah, not a the- square of it. <laughs> <laughs> the sequel rights team has burn-in lines on our TVs from all the yeah. four or three we've been watching. On our really expensive OLED TVs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Not me. Uh, and this is also the first time that uni- our favorite friends at Universal 1440 are credited by name. That's in right. The this podcast would not exist with the 1440. I was looking at some fun trivia on the IMDb mm. and just speaking of Universal, I saw this tidbit and I was like, this is the most insane nonsense. Uses the 2013 Universal logo with the 2010 Universal music. Oh, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was either a, a stupid mistake or a very nice tribute to Jerry Goldsmith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we're uh, Universal 1440s friends, but they're not our friends. I don't think. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did help us. They did help us talk to Michael Gross. That's true. That's true. Uh, let's true. not forget. Right. Never but, mind. We're um, our best friends. Yeah. Right. The fact that this was Universal 1440 and Reba McIntyre was there. I I was like, I cannot believe that they got her to do this, but they can't get her to come in for a cameo in one for of Tremors. I know Trevor's movies <laughs> like why not cool. Yeah. Oh, well. well, I think the reason is because this she had to go to a recording studio in Burbank and not South Africa. No, she definitely has a recording <laughs> studio in her basement. Like, yeah, that's true. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She yeah. didn't even have to leave the house. Like, I'm sure recorded remotely, of course. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we we very quickly uh, reach our first voice replacement with the narrator because, you know, John Ingle has been doing it for forever. We've got Tony Amendola, Mr. Geppetto himself. Geppetto and the, the <laughs> priest of Annabelle. The guy just loves dolls. Just pretty, pretty normal, straightforward. Uh, he was fine, narrator. but I was just kind of like, why bring him in separately to do only this when yeah. you have somebody replacing John Engel and Kenneth Mars? Why don't you just use one of those guys? Uh, yeah, well, Barry, whatever. Barry Bostwick is like, I never do narration. 
<laughs> Never. <laughs> it's in my contract. No narrator Bostwick roles. doesn't do narration. And he also doesn't do impressions because he sounds nothing like Kenneth Mars, <laughs> nor is he making any effort. I know the 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 people the people that come in and uh, do do the replacement voices aren't super great. I don't know. George Ball is Mister Threehorn. Like, eh, he's okay. Like, well, yeah, he's also Mister Amanda McBroom. If you didn't notice, oh, I so, didn't. Yeah, Brownman and McBroom, uh, Jake, are the people that have been. Um, gifting us with their beautiful music for the last uh <laughs> i want to say 12 11 or 12 films nice. um so he he's an actor also he didn't just get the job because he was married to her he was on like general hospital and some other shows or whatever so everyone but was he, I, I honestly i actually think that he tried harder to match john ingle than barry boswick tried to mar- match kenneth mars yeah, and, I think that's fair i think you're yeah right. and it's kind of funny because people have filled in for Kenneth Mars as King Triton. Um, uh, Brian Dennehy did it before in some Little Mermaid stuff. I haven't heard uh, that. That's really funny. Yeah. And then also uh, Jim Cummings did it in a few aerial sequels. So I'm like, why didn't they just get Jim Cummings to do it here? But, you know, yeah, I feel like they should have found they could have found someone who could do it. Jim Cummings like has no bones about doing just an impression of yeah doing somebody else's died. voice yeah yeah doing, I, like- doing well. I mean yeah. yeah these voice actors when you like there's no reason to get other actors who are not voice actors to come in and do these things that are just just to have it sound like them i mean although right. this is uh, there might be creative reasons for this because this is kind of the first time we get a recap at the beginning of one of these movies and they're acknowledging that some time has passed in between these movies that uh, that we have not seen before. But the things that they try to fill you in on are very selective. Yeah, <laughs> they skip right over the whole weird uh, comet death cult thing that they were <laughs> that was going on in that movie. Well, and also, uh, Braun Littlefoot's dad uh, does not have another adoptive son. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> it's just- So, Jake, how did you feel like this recap caught you up with uh, what's happened so far? I'm I'm blown away and loving it. I mean, like. <laughs> Because, okay, because I know I'm going to go back and listen to all the pods that y'all did Aww. and just maybe even watch the films and get through no all. Need. <laughs> no need at all. But I mean, it's, you know, it's like I felt like we were just jumping back into it. There's some new people in the gang. Some of the voices were different. But in the end, it really felt like, you know, just like where they left off with the first one. Mm hmm. But again, I know a lot has changed and there's been some new characters. And Were you shocked to find out that we had met Littlefoot's father at some point? Do you know what? I I was. But like, again, you could tell because his uh, separation anxiety in the beginning of the film. Like, you could just tell that this is a dinosaur that like hasn't seen his dad. And then this is I, I don't know. It, 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 it I, I was just thrown in on this. And so far, it like nothing nothing stood out as like oh they should have explained these things mm-hmm. it's kind of floating i think that that's nice i think that maybe that's what they're going for because uh it took them like what seven movies for Littlefoot's dad to show back up and ten, then he was ten. 10 yeah and then he was there and then like the other thing i feel like that it was not clear like the way that this has it is that like his dad comes back through 
yeah. every year, <laughs> which was like, I do not, which I do not think was like the case. Cause I mean, that's the case. Littlefoot totally just would have been like, I'll go with my dad for a year and then I'll come back and see my friends. Yeah. They made it seem like you, you might never see him again. Yeah, exactly. It's like which a is, Pirates of the Caribbean situation. Yeah. yeah. I only come back once. A, yeah. Which, yeah, I, I felt like I was shocked personally that Braun was coming back at all because I didn't think that uh, that was ever going to happen. That they had Kiefer Sutherland money. Yeah. It turns out they didn't. They definitely did not have <laughs> Kiefer Sutherland money. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland voiced uh, Braun in the uh, one where he first is introduced. Nice. Number 10. <laughs> but, uh Yeah. I mean, it was just interesting, just the whole, you know, him having a dad a little bit. Yeah, I guess it was like a little bit shocking. And then just, but I, I kind of didn't remember. Yeah, because what, which episode did Braun come in or which film did Braun come back? What number? The 10th. Number 10. Film. Okay, number 10. <laughs> okay. He was so never mentioned at up. all previously till that <laughs> moment. He, he appeared out of thin air. <laughs> They don't mention him having a dad. I mean, obviously he has a dad, but they didn't mention him having a dad in the uh, original film. Yeah. Pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. They're just on their own. I mean, there's no parent supervision in these films because oh, I feel no. like that's the, the one thing that keeps happening. And then the dinosaurs keep getting upset that the kids keep wandering off on all these adventures. And you would think after 10 adventures that they would, you know invest in a babysitter or something <laughs> they never figure it out and they're always shocked <laughs> yeah <laughs> 14 times, 14 times. Well, how old how old is Littlefoot supposed to to be because between one and now he's he grew a little bit yeah i mean uh... there's 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 at least <laughs> there's been at least one cycle of the seasons that we know. <laughs> okay. At least. Well, we're seeing well, snow. Well, they imply again. that Littlefoot's dad has come to visit him like at least two or three times. Um, apparently, it happens in the TV show once. Um, and then, I mean, in the narration, they kind of say it's that. So, I mean, he is at least four years older than he was in the second film I yeah guess. but i okay. think they don't really care about that <laughs> he's not yeah. he's not <laughs> actually older <laughs> yeah and they're Time definitely passes, not but... mentally older <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> yeah that is true yeah they're also still really there there's a, a crazy shot in this movie that makes it abundantly clear that the the our kid dinosaurs are extremely small compared to like the adult dinosaurs but yet larger than tiny source yes there are right. even uh, tinier sources um okay so yes we get this summary intro and then we kind of jump right in and chomper is there which i was happy to see him and then mad to see that he's really not in the movie but he was <laughs> yeah. there um and, you know, now that I'm seeing how much the TV show has affected this last movie, I kind of feel like we have to watch it later. I do but... feel like that we need to do a bonus Because I'm like, just... who's Ruby? Yeah. Uh, I, there's another IMDb trivia that was like, Ruby was supposed to appear, appear in Journey of the Brave, but she was not completed yet. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> was she in some sort of species lab being constructed? <laughs> she was not completed yet. Yeah. So apparently she's in the show. And then... Uh, and Chomper has also come to live permanently, maybe in the Great do you, Valley. Do you want me to tell you the episode title that I saw that will guarantee that we do a bonus episode about it? I know what it is, but you could go ahead and read it. Justin? It's the Lone Dinosaur one, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I had seen it's that too. So predictable. He comes the back. The return of the lone dinosaur. He comes back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So yes, Chopper and Ruby uh, are there, but for some reason are not included in the like first song. Yeah. Or really, the first like two thirds of the film's journey. But it um, feels like that they're whole deal with the parents could have been a scrapped episode of the TV show that made it inside this this movie. Yeah. I also like, I don't know, I kind of got the sense too from their performances in this movie that like Ruby and Chomper might be smarter than the other kids. And maybe that's why they didn't just like wander off and go <laughs> on this crazy thing. Because they kind of like, the way, at least the way Ruby's performed, she talks very like like a normal person. She's not like, ah, nah, nah, nah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had a sleep story. Like, you mean dreams. Yeah, right? yeah. She just like sounded like she knew what she was talking about. Like, you know, when she's I mean, like, and Chomper is just like always been the best. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, for a long time now, Littlefoot and Chomper are the only uh, ones who are consistently voiced by kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and Chomper is always a very, very little kid and is oh, he's always way cooler than everybody else. And they um, know it because they put him in every single trailer, though he's never in any of the movies and they never use him. It's insane <laughs> right. to me. Yeah. Well, they know how popular sad. he is. It was sad seeing him in this film because they just kept they were using him. And not, you yeah. know, not appreciating him. And I was like, what is, who's this guy? Because I'm pretty fresh to all of it. So I'm like, why are they, you know, letting <laughs> Chomper like run the search? And then why are they being mean to him and throwing him out? You know, I just, all right, this, I got to watch these films. This is good. <laughs> yeah. And it is revealed that he's taken on a like Twilight like existence where he's agreed to only eat bugs in order to live in the Great Valley with everybody else. Yeah. You know, like, it's so sad i don't know is that what happens is that what is that what edward tries to do he's uh the twilight people only eat like blood from the blood bank and from animals yeah (laughs) okay yeah well which is still offensive to me because i'm constantly giving platelets and they're always like there is a desperate need for more donations because of the vampires you're just going to our pats our pats is out there just sucking up those platelets but i digress horrible (laughs) terrible pasta bomb (laughs) Um, this is this is mentioned in either the Wikipedia or the Land Before Time wiki. I'm not sure, but this is also the first time that I noticed like a bunch of anachronistic like sound effects, like the oh, yeah. slide whistle and like, like various mechanical crashes. But I will say this: I will say this. There is a slide whistle sound effect in Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which, which part? <laughs> there is when Dennis Nedry slips down the waterfall and loses it. There is a slide whistle sound effect. Go back and watch that scene. It happens. And it's like, what the hell is happening in this movie? There is a slide. It's like a whoop. That's funny. (laughs) Okay, well, um, there's also surprised that you could even throw in any sound effects because it was music like front to back. Score every second. Didn't have a break. There's also a part where like, you know, we haven't seen this in a while, but like Sarah goes off and sits with her arms crossed and then like a, like a <laughs> yeah. grumpy pose, like a human at one point. And I'm like, how would she even sit like that? It's not possible. I don't know. They haven't done that in a while where they're like making stretching. thumbs ups and stuff. <laughs> um. Okay. So Spike and Ducky are getting a new round of siblings, mm-hmm, which yeah. is like made to seem like a big deal, but then completely dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I didn't like that Ducky introduced Spike as their adopted brother and not for grammatical reasons, because they have never before, like, really said he's adopted, you know, yeah. like they just, just like, he's, he's always brother. been her brother. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't really like that. That was like fully yeah. called out in that way. And they have the they know the concept of adoption, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because it's like the babies wouldn't have been like, well, he doesn't look like us, you know. Yeah. Like, you yeah. can just introduce him as this is your brother. Like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't they like it. Rough times. They're like they're they're at each other's heads. <laughs> she yeah, she says she introduces him as her, her her adopted brother, but then later on she talks in him and says, or in that one song she says, yeah, she he's her very special friend. Which is like, Which, why? I guess your siblings could be your friends. I guess, but it's just like, okay, that seems weird. <laughs> They're throwing him Sorry, the Jordan. Yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> I would I'm never sure. be like, my brother is my very special friend. That sounds <laughs> like very special bud time. That sounds, town, boy. sounds weird. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, the, all this stuff you're talking about, Elis, happens during a song. Yes. <laughs> the first song that's within the first 10 minutes of the movie. Um, uh, because uh, today's the day. Hey, hey, hey. Today's the day. <laughs> and it's apparently, you know, it starts off with uh, uh, Littlefoot singing about his dad coming. But then everyone's having like a special day for some reason. Mm-hmm. I was surprised because this is the first time that like the songs kind of fit like your typical musical theater song convention. So mm-hmm. like, this is kind of like a let's catch up and see what everybody's up to song, you know, like, and I was just surprised because the songs never follow like logic. Yeah. It was funny. Like, uh, throughout this movie, I was actually like, Oh, they must've got new songwriters. But right. then at the end I was like, yeah. Oh no, it's the same ones. But they, I guess they leveled up slightly. They, they needed a, you know, they needed that nine year break to really, uh, <laughs> work it out and uh, write some better songs. Um, but let me see here. I think I have a clip from this, which is my, my favorite part of the song because um, Sarah's whole thing is that she's all excited about, you know, breaking this rock, which is like the dumbest thing. <laughs> um, but I just like uh, thought it sounded funny. Okay. Get ready. <laughs> 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 she just like the, the way they get back into the song and she's just like i moved the rock and i was like good, good for you. you you moved it wow that was your that was Even your you literally day. said you were gonna break it five yeah, seconds yeah. Ago. yeah that's true she was so excited she was so excited um that song was all right yeah not 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 bad not bad today's it brings the day. you back because the production is so in the same styles as land before time one and it's just so funny to hear like, oh, these guys are still cooking. You know, you think if they finish the song that there's high fives all around, like another one in the book. Yeah, we did it. We got, a, got another song complete. What's the song about? His dad's coming back today. We got this. <laughs> hey, hey, today is the day. My dad's coming home from far away. Beautiful. That's <laughs> perfect. That's perfect. Oh, man. Um. So, yeah, then we get introduced to a character that does not need to exist because we have had this exact character <laughs> in about eight or nine different uh, versions. Yep. Uh, and that's Wild Arms. Wild Arms. That's a fresh character. Yes. Yeah. At least Ooh. for th- this movie for us. I don't know if he's in the TV show or what, but he could have been Guido. 
from mm-hmm. the Great Day of the Flyers. He could have been Lufa, Dufa, or Doobie from the Wisdom of Friends. <laughs> he could have been Mo somehow in the water. <laughs> he could have been um, literally any of the characters we've seen in any of these past movies, but instead they introduced a completely new dummy. Yeah. Although I got to say, I think I like Damon Wayans Jr.'s performance a little bit better than some of those other characters. I don't know. <laughs> I definitely did not like Guido. I'm sorry. Yeah. Guido, no. So I don't I don't mind that it's a new guy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But oh. I liked that. I liked that. Apparently his character just runs and goes like, ah, 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 like all the time. Cause he does it again at the end too. And that's just yeah. like, that's just how he walks or something. I don't know. So he got his name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wild arms. Yeah. I mean, I don't, there, you're right though. There is no point for this character. He's and even in the movie. It's kind of like, eh, he's just like the messenger. I mean, it could have been Littlefoot's adopted brother, uh, Shorty, who yeah. would have been traveling with Bronn and could come raise the alarm that he needed help. But mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, why did Wild Arms not help him out and show him what his dad? So, was? so these movies have like had betrayal in them before. And so I felt like that, that he was lying in some way <laughs> and there would be some, you know, some reveal or something that was going to happen because he seemed kind of shady. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nope, he was just eccentric, I guess. <laughs> just a coward. Essentially. Yeah. Journey of the not brave. Was yeah. One. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he refuses to help Littlefoot and then Later, he does help Grandpa and uh, Daddy Tops when they basically threaten him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The answer is no. <laughs> that was my favorite line of his. Um, but, uh, yeah, so he, he relays that, uh, you know, we get, we get to find out that apparently for some reason – these dinosaurs were hanging out by a place called Fire Mountain, even though that <laughs> seems like a bad idea. They needed to collect the boomerang before they went to the water temple, Justin. <laughs> that's, right, that's right. Uh, I thought they were disposing of a ring. And then that's right. Uh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On their way down, the Fire Mountain exploded and they're like, oh, shit, we better run. But not everybody made it out. Yeah. Not Kiefer Sutherland died in an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the lie here <laughs> by Wild Arms that we find out later through Etta is that not, Bron was not just like sacrificing himself for the herd. He got stuck specifically because he had to save Wild Arms. Mm-hmm. And Wild yep. Arms does not disclose that fact ever. Mm-hmm. Yes. Probably feeling real bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> so Grandma and Grandpa tell Littlefoot not to run toward a volcano until it's done erupting uh and little foot's like absolutely not and no one sees this coming somehow <sighs> yeah and he even uh you know we had this whole fucking movie about the wisdoms and one of the wisdoms is stay in a group, stay in and, a group. and he's like i have to go it alone definitely by myself uh, which I thought was really annoying because I was like, we just, I mean, you know, for us, it was like yesterday or whatever, but like, you know, I don't know. I, I felt like, uh, why is he disobeying the wisdoms immediately? They make a lot of mistakes that they should not be making anymore at this point. But yeah. again, uh, yeah, Jake, we had a theory that there's uh, early on a oh, uh, yeah. meteor lands that crashes into the Great Valley 
And because it is the same movie literally every time and they never learn a lesson and there's no continuity between them, uh, we think it's a ball of pure lead and there's just <laughs> lead poisoning abound inside the, the Great Valley here. Yeah. I uh, could see that. I could see it. <laughs> I think that's I think that's because right. they never learn anything. Whole characters are forgotten and left behind. <laughs> Spike is just getting hit the hardest, man. Yeah. <laughs> My buddy Spike. Oh. He he talked once. He talked once. Only yeah. once. He talked twice. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah. Uh, and he scattered a bunch, but not in this <laughs> movie. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Um, that was great. Yeah. So uh, thankfully, you know, as usual, Sarah, Ducky, Peter, and Spike catch up with Littlefoot after letting him leave. But they don't even invite Chomper and Ruby, who I don't even know, but I still think she should have been invited just for the principle of the matter. Mm-hmm. But and uh, yeah. I mean, I'll give you guys, I'll give you listeners here, I'll give you like a couple guesses as to what the first thing they have to do, the first obstacle they face <laughs> in this journey. <laughs> What do you think it could possibly be? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone thinking about maybe maybe there's a some sort of ravine or something? <laughs> some sort of canyon? Maybe, maybe like With a, a tree? Maybe like a tree's kind of the nearby? <laughs> and they make a big deal like, how are we going to get across the, uh, the earth crack or whatever the fuck they call it? <laughs> <sighs> <laughs> that was like a wasted like five minutes like okay they're gonna get across at least at least there wasn't like a whole like oh god the tree's gonna fall and we're gonna die yeah spike didn't even eat any leaves off the tree um i did think it was kind of stupid that petrie walked across on the tree i was like what are you doing like <laughs> yeah and this is the this is the tree I, I i did think this was funny because they get there and they're like did wild arms he didn't say anything about like how to get across the earth crack or whatever um and then they devise this whole plan to get across. And then later when we see the parents cross, they just walk over it like it's nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why I was like, oh, my God, the parents are gigantic compared to the kids. Yeah, that which are like, sensibly <laughs> far more dangerous for them. <laughs> they step over it like, oh, it's a, I'm on the sidewalk and this is just a little crack. Don't break your mother's back. Yeah. <laughs> I was just excited that Sarah was able to use her skills that she's been practicing because That's she was right. trying to break that rock and it warmed my heart. Oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't know how they were going to do it. And then, yeah. Did you, did you feel that same warmth when they did it again at the end of the movie? <laughs> One more time. Show us your I thing. think, I think that these movies, it's the 14th movie and it's at least the 14th murder. <laughs> yes. Yes. That these kids have perpetrated. Very least, so many yeah. murders, so many murders. Oh God. It gets rough. Why are they tour? I don't know. They Those got- two dinosaurs that they encountered in the canyon, they're just trying to live. Yeah, they're just yeah. hungry. These poor That's kids. not even the most brutal death that they've perpetrated on another dinosaur. Oh, no <laughs> Not way. even close. And and it's even worse because, like, they're friends with Chopper. And, like, Chopper's parents, like, did not eat them and has helped them out at some point. So they know <laughs> that sharp teeth can be nice. I got to say, though, I was excited when there was a new way to try to kill them in this one. Yeah, they didn't <laughs> yeah. just dump rocks on them. Starvation I them. <laughs> well, yeah, I was like, oh, my God, they're going to use a trip wire. That's yeah, amazing. <laughs> I've never seen anything like this in these movies. <laughs> but don't worry. They go back to the rocks. Yeah, yeah. The but rocks are still do. a thing. Still a thing. Yeah. Uh, we skipped the entire stink weed saga. Oh, oh. oh yeah. yeah. 
You you mean this one? It is hot and stinky, stinky and hot, hot and stinky. That's it. Ooh, get it. <laughs> there's Great no time. other word. There's no other words in the song. Yeah. That's that's just. I mean, just incredible song structure. If you ask. It me. is. You say it one way, <laughs> then you say it backwards, and then you say it again with a pause. Yeah. A pause in the middle of the phrase. Hot. And stinky. And stinky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this was the one. This is the one song that should have. You know. Uh, should have what, given a Grammy? Me a clue. No. Yeah. <laughs> Should have given me a clue that it was still the same songwriters because I feel like I've like joked about them like just turning the word around before <laughs> or turning a phrase around in the past and being like, that's not creative. But anyway. yeah. <laughs> they're hot and stinky and, you know, they're stinky and hot. <laughs> also, I don't know if you guys listen to the song that closely, but there's a bunch of fart noises like built into the music. <laughs> It's like hot and stinky. We took. Did it take us thirteen episodes to get to a fart joke? And now we're just now we're just putting it into. That was a whole song about it. Whole song. (laughs) And then they like. There's a whole song. It's their plan to get through it because like the sharp. Like we're now establishing that sharp teeth. Like they they have amazing senses of smell, which. Mm sure uh and then they immediately just forget that that was their plan because they're dumb children <laughs> idiots water oh god Wee. which is not a thing that i don't think has happened before really yeah, yeah that's what kind of pissed me off about this movie is that we're making mistakes in the journey that we haven't made since the first movie, movie. Yeah. like the who's gonna lead littlefoot and sarah like we have not had that fight in ages yes and like you know coming up with a disguise plan and then immediately you know throwing it out like i like their plans almost always work unless spike has to eat something (laughs) but like this plan like they just totally abandoned it and didn't even realize like i thought that littlefoot didn't want them to go in the water because he knew what was going to happen but he just yeah. didn't want them to go in the water. And then once they're in the water, he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, oh, shit. It was very disappointing. Yeah. I mean, wasn't it Spike who went in the water first or no? Someone else. Who cares? <laughs> well, you just said Spike always ruins it. And so I'm saying. Right. He, but it he wasn't it he was eating a leaf. That's, so true, that's true. I'll at least let them have that. <laughs> in any of the other ones, does Spike sing at all? Because I feel yeah. like this should have been like a spike number. It's his food. He's eating it. It's stinky. It's hot. I agree. No, well, he can't. He can't sing words. But every so often he gets a scat break. Oh, just like pretty much like that. Aww. Which I can't remember what song that was. Otherwise, I would pull up. <laughs> I pull up the thing quick, but. Um. It, I think was it at the beginning of the Mo movie? I don't remember. I can't remember. I don't know. It was around that time. Too many anyway, movies. Too many yeah. movies. Um, he Scott Spike is older than the rest of the kids, right? Like no, that? no, no. He's the youngest. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he was sort of the old 
No, no, he's the youngest the and the fattest. That hangs with the younger kids. That it's like, oh, Spike, stop eating that stinky. Die. Yeah, he was held back a grade. Like held back. You know, <laughs> kinda... No, because they're all already born, separated from their parents, and traveling by the time they see Spike hatch. Oh, I remember. Okay, I remember that. Right. Yeah. 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 Here, let's see if it's this one. Everybody has good inside. I think that I think there's another one other than that. There's another one where they go like, "Take it away, Spike," and then he scats for like an entire verse. Yeah, yeah, that's an example. (laughs) Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, so there you go. That that's pretty much all he does. (laughs) Yeah, move out of the way, Reba. I totally get it. So we have a whole argument about splitting up, which, like I said, made me very angry because this hasn't happened since they were literal babies. Um, and uh, yeah, they Littlefoot goes off by himself, and they all go with Sarah. They sing a song. They sing another song. They do, even though there were you know a few uh, few movies ago there was a song called "No One Has to Be Alone," and then this song is like called be alone or something like that right (laughs) who needs friends which literally friends are the number one thing you need in this series of movies they even have them for dinner they do (laughs) i thought uh i thought this song was actually not bad as far as like i i like the staging with the cuts the the like the split screen and everything um Mm. i thought it was pretty good like duet song for for them it's know. no somewhere out there. Well, yeah, of course. It's, to- it's, it's also a totally different thing. But. <laughs> no, I know. But like that is the gold standard of a split screen right. song. But yeah. I mean, okay, I'm comparing it to the songs in these movies. I, <laughs> I thought it was a uh, pretty good one. I don't Decent. Fair decent. enough. I don't have a clip from that one because I was just like, meh. <laughs> uh, okay, so then everybody gets lost and they all get attacked by... A sound, uh, sound, a sand cloud that is so CG. I definitely thought the mummy was going to come out of it. (laughs) There's a face in the sand cloud. (laughs) Yeah. And um, Littlefoot goes and hides in the Reba cave. The Reba. Yeah. Which he's like confused about caves and like he's been caught in like three or four of them at this point. (laughs) What's a cave? Yeah. Uh, This was the first one that had like psychedelic mushrooms, though. Oh, my God. We have had these like glowing crystals before, but never these like neon mushrooms. Spike ate one, too. And I was like, like, oh, shit. Balls for the entire (laughs) movie. Spike is just eating stinky weed and magic. Yeah. I do. I do wonder. I do wonder if that was an inside joke. Uh, <laughs> Uncle Spike is here. <laughs> there was a part. Um, oh, I was going to say, speaking of uh, while we're on the topic of Spike uh, and, and it's another thing that we can talk about that got totally repeated. But there's a point where uh, they get up on this ridge and Littlefoot is like, oh, my God, look, it's the moving water. Whoa. And then everyone slowly is like, oh, I want to come up and see the view. Let me see. <laughs> and I swear to God that. uh <laughs> Spike got up there and went, damn, is what it sounded like he said. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I, pulled, I, I pulled the sound. Okay, damn. <laughs> damn. 
I mean, it, it sounds maybe like he's like, Duh, but it sounded in the movie like he was going, damn, damn, <laughs> damn. For a second, uh, I had to go back when Sarah was singing her song when she said, I moved the rock. It sounded like she said she blew the rock. And I thought that would be very funny. And so uh, blew it's a child. <laughs> oh, nope. yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Nope. Uh, well, actually, at this point, she is voiced by a full adult woman. Yeah. But um, yeah. Um, Okay, so Petrie also gets carried away by the sand cloud, which, of course, causes a subplot that I, of course, called Petrie P.O. Um, <laughs> because he becomes the god of a small society. <laughs> I thought that was, this was pretty funny, actually. It was a funny little side plot for him. It was. Yeah. And, well, especially because it got topped off by Sarah when they eventually found him. It was like, who gives a shit what Petrie thinks? And everyone's yeah. like, oh, well, we all kind of do, actually. They're like, Petrie, You're the only Petrie, one. Petrie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did like when they then immediately switched to some nameless dinosaur. Yeah. Like, Leader. <laughs> and the dinosaur's face is like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. Get away from me. <laughs> I just wanted these berries in the Berry Valley. Right. Um, oh, I was going to say, yeah, that thing that got repeated is, again, just last movie, we saw that crazy rock surfing thing. It happened. The exact yeah. same thing happened in this movie too. I'm just like, why do they have to keep repeating these same exact things? Other things can happen. Please. Can they? I mean, I feel like that. I feel like that at the end of 14 movies with not another movie on the horizon, we have proven that other <laughs> things actually cannot happen in this. It is yeah. a WandaVision nightmare. You do get a sense of, <laughs> you, yeah, you do get a sense of the, People just being like, what did dinosaurs do back in the day? I don't know. They probably <laughs> fell down or, you know, I don't know. Fell into- I mean, it's probably a decent time to talk about the fact that Grosvenor and John Loy were canned uh, during the, the seven year break or however long it the was. Seven year war. Uh-huh. Yeah. And we get a whole new staff of people and like Davis Doy. A decent amount of money that there is no way that both writers and the director watched all the previous 13 films. Yeah. I mean, at this point, there's probably like an internal document that's like, ah, like watch number 10, watch the first one. No, like, here's they, they let a PA like type up coverage on them and then they half read it. That is what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Guaranteed. Or, and I bet like that they probably didn't even know. Like, I bet you the voice actors of Petrie. Sarah, Ducky, and Spike were like, uh, I'm not going to say that. Ducky doesn't speak with contractions. Or, you know, you're like, I bet you they, ha- they <laughs> yeah. had more. Because they know the characters better than anybody. They And they kept them. Yeah. I'm sure that happens in the recording booth, for sure. I bet. All yeah. the time. So, um, yeah. The people that we have, the director... Um, where did I write it down? Davis Doy. Davis Doy. Yeah, he is... Um, known for directing a whole bunch of uh like kids movies essentially um so you know he's fine uh the writers though i was shocked to discover that these were the writers of beethoven's fifth ah i'm not shocked to find that out now that you said it aloud (laughs) which was the weird one that was uh um a treasure hunt with Davy Chase that took place completely on the Universal Orlando background. Oh, right. That one right. was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but at least it wasn't right. three and four, I have to say, because if they had made those, I'd be done. 
That was the one we were like, it's Beethoven's fifth. It's got to be good. It's an instant classic. Uh, it was yeah. the Treasure hunt. <laughs> it was the worst one. Not to be confused with Beethoven's Treasure Tale, which I think was the eighth film. Yes. Uh, yeah, this is yeah, the Beethoven's anyways, Ghost Mine one. Or whatever. Yeah, the mine one. Um, they also have written a bunch of Arthur. So uh, I guess maybe they're out of work now. Oh. Um, and then they wrote the original Balto. Uh, this is Cliff Ruby and Alana Lesser, who mm-hmm. are the writers, and they're a married couple. Um, and they've written most of the Barbie movies and also <laughs> Dragon Tales. There was a tra- there was a trailer for a Barbie movie before this movie. Oh, really? And oh, a couple gosh. of Thomas the Tank Engine films. Oh, Thomas. <laughs> well, yeah, they did an okay job coming into the series, I guess. They um, did, but I just don't think they did their homework. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I think did from okay because I don't know. I'm only again number one <laughs> in the last one, but I heard a yes, yes, yes from Ducky, mm-hmm. not just a yup, yup, yup. Is that are they doing that now? Yeah, she can do yes, 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 or no, no, no. Yeah. It can, as long as it's repeated three times and she doesn't use any contractions, those are the main rules for Ducky. Mm-hmm. Got mm-hmm. it, got it. And then Petrie has sort of a pseudo Jar Jar Binks situation going yeah. on and me flying and you know petrie no like me <laughs> petrie no yeah. fly high yeah 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 petrie can be a little bit annoying <clears throat> in this movie he actually even called it skying instead of flying once and i was oh. like what <laughs> yeah interesting they've been called flyers this entire time in fact it's in the title of one of the movies yeah yeah that is strange <laughs> Um, okay, so let's talk about Reba. Reba. That's what we're here for. Reba. Here for. <laughs> She's playing the character of Etta, who's a, a pterodon. Pteranodon. Who's stuck in a cave. Yep. She's stuck in a cave with, with Fiddlefoot. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the fact that she they actually like bothered mm-hmm. to draw on this like burn mark mm-hmm. that she got in the volcanic explosion and like we see the scar before we know what happened and i was like wow they actually like you know continued technology allowed for it (laughs) it was cool because yeah i was kind of wondering about that the whole time like what is that mark on her and then yeah they totally explain it which is great yeah um okay so what do you think came first this gag that Etta has like a sister who's dumb or dead or possibly disabled maybe all three the line in the song where she says, um, listen to my sister, mister. Mm. Yeah. You know, that <laughs> moment in the song is really weird too. Cause I got a sense that like that, that moment was like, is her sister real? Or is it like, she, one of those characters who talks to her reflection, like, uh, like finding Nemo, like the fish in finding Nemo. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of, cause she does it like, listen to my sister. And she's like looking at herself reflected back in one of those diamonds crystal. or crystals or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I got, I started to think like that maybe she didn't exist because then, you know, after the word, she's like, yeah, I mean, that's what my sister said. Or she started to get a little screwy. Wait, maybe Reba McIntyre didn't exist. No, that Reba's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Reba's sister didn't exist. I don't know. Yeah. But from a writing standpoint, do you think that line in the song was written first or this gag about the sister? Uh, I bet it was. <laughs> here's, here's my, here's my theory. Equal and parallel 
dumb conclusions that did not have any relation to each other. The screenplay wrote, made a lazy joke, and then the songwriter wrote a lazy lyric, and then they were just like, hey, look at that. Providence. Tyler still thinks that all the songs were written in 1995 and they were just mining the songs yes. and oh, yeah. putting they them together. Like songs. Putting then, them together in random sequences. They they sold a song packet <laughs> in 1995. I still firmly believe this. Well, wait, what's the the lyric again with the sister? Like She just says, "Listen to my sister, mister." Like, "Look for the light." Yeah. <laughs> Look for the light. I mean, it sort of had a soulful vibe. So I think that they might have written it in the song and they're like, you can't say that like that. If you're just, you know, like my sister. And then they're like, let's write the joke after. Keep it, you know, stay safe. I think that's that. No, you know, that's even more insidious than my it's they it was equally dumb of somebody like, no, no, no. I know how to fix it. <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. I would. Let's write a bad. <laughs> like joke. it was originally written for like a black actress or singer, yeah. and then yeah. they're like, "Oh, we got Reba," and they're like, "Oh, well, oh, we can better take yeah. that line out," and they're like, "No, no, 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 it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll write." Yeah. I mean, it would be really funny if the songwriters were just like, you know, they turn in the song, and then they're the uh, screen, you know, screenwriters and everything are like, wait. She said something about her sister. Like, oh shit, we we didn't say anything about her having a sister. Now we got to write all this shit in her little monologue. <laughs> yeah, we got to re- We had such a good song. Now we have to write this mediocre one. I bet I I would think the screenplay came first, but I don't know. Okay, okay, we'll never know until we get the until we get McBroom drawer. She came she came with it. Oh, because she didn't write it. It's a <laughs> Brownman McBroom original. Yeah, we got to get them on here. Yeah, yeah, I, gotta, I mean, we need some no answers. Way they would talk to us after all that we said. <laughs> yeah, after all the nice things we've said. Yeah, you never know. You never know. <laughs> they might. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Reba song is pretty good. I thought it is. just because yeah. she can sing and she's not a small child. Yeah, I was like, yeah. this is what they should have been doing the entire time. Have if you're gonna have songs, get someone who can sing at least one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and so I was, uh, yeah, I thought this was a pretty good one. So it made sense that they're like putting it in all the menus and it's the main thing in the, you know, in the trailer and everything. Reba. Reba. Doing it up. Look for the light. I also really liked this cave design with all the crystals. It looks so cool. And it was fun. When they go on that little water ride at the end. Definitely yeah. the best cave they've found so far. Yeah. <laughs> so 10 out of 10 what? cave would visit again. <laughs> <laughs> So is that Reba's home, the cave, or is it she just got injured and she's yeah. like... Okay. I think she just got injured. Oh, yeah. I think she's just hiding from the same sandstorm. Because I think she was in the herd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when they're all like going going away. They seem to know her, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Found a magical cave. Magic cave. <laughs> yeah. Um, they continue to look for... Uh, you know, they got to look for the light and yeah. And everyone on the outside is looking for, they first have to look for Petrie, which I thought was funny because they're all like Petrie, Petrie. And then Spike's just like, (laughs) 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 which I thought was a nice, a nice joke. Um, and then, uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, what they, there's another sharp tooth, a different sharp tooth, a horn sharp. There was a feathered sharp tooth. Now there's a horn sharp tooth. It's like mm-hmm. a carnotaurus or something. I think. Yeah, and a lot of that the, sounds like um, a delicious food. Yes, mm, uh, the Land Before Time wiki and the fan 
you know, reactions seemed to be very happy with the fact that the sharp teeth were more scientifically accurate, Ooh. I guess. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of comments about how this is actually the most uh, scientifically accurate. Well, I did think oh. it was kind of cool that they've, I mean, I, I don't know, some of the dinosaurs we've seen have been totally made up, but they've been like slowly starting to bring in these like feathered dinosaurs throughout the last few films. And then this one, yeah, th- those two sharp teeth that we see in the, in their, what looks like a castle that they have <laughs> um, actually looked pretty cool. Yeah. And w- wild arms also had feathers too, right? That's right. That- yep. Yep. He's apparently based on a real Ruby. dinosaur too. Are those feathers or are they kind of like turkey like things? You know what I'm talking know. about? Yeah. yeah. I Who know. knows? I, I don't know what Ruby <laughs> I don't know what dinosaur Ruby's supposed to be. I'm not sure about yeah. that. But, uh, okay. So yeah, they surf down the cave and mm-hmm. we already talked about Spike getting high and <laughs> they go down a waterfall. It looked pretty fun, honestly. I was like, I want to go whitewater rafting now. Yeah, they started out and it was like sort of a lazy river situation and then they kind of got faster. They're like, oh no, falling water. <laughs> but it's all fine. They uh, take it right into a lava pool and die. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that this is where the science gets pretty murky, but they... Uh, <laughs> Come upon Littlefoot's father and kind of like a scary moment when Reba McIntyre is like, dude, if you climb to the top of that thing, you might not like what you see yeah. because it might be a dead body. Like, yeah. you know, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, but he does it anyway. I mean, it's not like he hasn't found the dead body of his parent before. So he tries <laughs> anyway. Uh, dad's alive, but his um, leg has just been crushed for like at least a week. Right. Yeah. His little, his little footsies hurt. His little, his little, his little foot. His little foot. <laughs> it doesn't seem like his foot was hurt though; just that it was like stuck. It was pinned, yeah, because yeah. he he does a miraculous jump at the end where I'm like, yeah, no. I know, right? <laughs> if his foot was broken, that that's not happening. What was the old dinosaur and the other one whose foot was fucked up? But then, like, they made it seem like he was gonna die. But then, like, he also did a thing. Where yeah, he... like Pat or Mac or yeah, it was something, something, something like that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, but um, I don't know what he ate for. Well, and the heat, because there was just lava surrounding him within like a five feet of his body for a week. Right. Well, I got to say the, the fire mountain seemed like it was about a day's journey away. <laughs> there was yeah. never, ni- <laughs> it never turned to nighttime, right? That entire time Not of the yeah, journey. I guess no, they slept once. That was why Littlefoot was mad. Oh, that's right. Okay. So one, so he caught, he could have survived, I guess, if it was sure, two, sure. Di- two okay, days. Fair. I don't know. <laughs> but um, that dinosaur is strong enough to move that rock because he was lifting all the other dinosaurs over the, you know, that's true. Uh, he probably could have done it. Was it was silly. Um, but you know, we don't really need to see Littlefoot lose another parent on screen, but, uh, it was just kind of strange how he was stuck there. I think it would have been better if it was just like an insurmountable jump and he was just like standing there for all the long, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, jump. I just want to see him get melted, <laughs> but you know, I just, I'm not a scientist, but <laughs> what if you have water <laughs> that is next to a volcano, probably at boiling temperature for quite some time. And then you release that water into lava. I don't think it solidifies so quickly that you can then run across it with your bare dinosaur feet. 
It's <laughs> Minecraft mentality. I'm with <laughs> yeah. I play Minecraft. I do that all the time, Eliz. And it okay, works. okay. Then I'm wrong. No. <laughs> it totally works. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty. It it worked really fast too. I mean, once the water started pouring down, it was instant. <laughs> yeah, just solved it. Now it's land. Time to go. Time to go. Oh no! Actually, time to use complex machinery to free uh, <laughs> to free your dad, and in uh, in doing so, prove that the ancient aliens TV show is bullshit. Because clearly, dinosaurs could move heavy rocks too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, would they be able to figure out how to do that? I, I don't know. I don't think they were. They're like, she planned ahead. Like, here, you need this tree to, to, to you know, use it to lever up the rock. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, they really just cut to them doing that without too much explanation. No planning. It. They just they yeah. like this is something they always do. <laughs> oh, Reba, her sister used to get in the same stuff. I know, silly Reba. Uh, so yeah, then it just ends like really abruptly. They learned that yep. they were always going to be friends in the land before time. Also, the grandpa, daddy tops, chomper, ruby team catch up. Yeah, that was pretty pointless. <laughs> I felt bad for them because the only thing that they said, though, they, they were walking out there and they're talking to chopper and they said, what, like, we just we already have one sharp tooth that we're going to try and see. We don't need another one. Like yeah. I just feel, was it three? What's uh Sarah's dad's name again? Mister Daddy Tops. Daddy Greenhorn <laughs> or Daddy Tops? He's he's mean. Oh, oh, you oh. have no idea. Just, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the end of it was just like, how how did you guys do this? This is ridiculous. He's just kind of the mean dad. This was actually the nicest he's been this almost ever. Yeah, he's actively he, he, he tried racist to do a genocide. <laughs> he's tried to drive people out of the Great Valley just based on their appearance. Yeah, um, he's pretty bad. Yeah, he's pretty bad. <laughs> There's we. Yeah, I believe at one point I don't know if we actually posted it, but you has put a make I the did, Great yeah. Valley great again <laughs> on him. I did. I did post that. Yeah. <laughs> so racist. Good. That's why no. That's why nobody wanted to play him. <laughs> that's yeah. right. I've seen his past movies. Uh, maybe not. Uh... Bring in McBroom's husband. Yeah. Bring in McBroom. Get us. Get me McBroom. Yeah, George Ball. He'll do anything. He'll voice anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. That's pretty much it. They all live happily ever after, and that's the end of the the series so far. It did have an ending where it was just like, yeah, everybody like, and they all lived happily ever to, ever after in the Great Valley. He, he they did the Land Before Time thing again. Land yeah. in the time. intro and in the conclusion. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, I I just don't know like why you recast, um, Grandpa and Daddy Thompson. You didn't really need to. Um, because it easily could have been grandma and or trio and who is not in this movie at all or the ducky and petrie moms you know but instead they're like okay let's recast them and make them the only people to go on the journey like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know they needed the work. Some people helped him out. Yeah. Got him in there. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, I, well, I, need, I need my SAG health insurance. And like, I got you. <laughs> I got you. I got you, bro. Time. I got you, bro. 
Yeah, and then they get rid of Trust McNeil, who has been both Ducky and Petrie's moms for all of the movies. And they just have Andy McAfee and Aria Noel Curzon, the voices of Ducky and Sarah, just do mom voices yeah. for them. Because these are adult women now. They started doing this when they were like teens. Yeah. Maybe they got the budget cut. So they're like, <laughs> take, take over <laughs> these other voices. They're only saying two lines, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, okay, so do we want to rank this movie? Yeah, we have a rating sure. system for this one. Yeah. Uh how many magic mu- how much how many magic cave mushrooms would you give? <laughs> uh, I, I unless you want some hot and stinky plants, I think we're gonna go with magic cave mushrooms. Hot and stinky plants. <laughs> <laughs> uh would you give the journey of the brave? Land before time fourteen. I guess I'm going to give it two cave mushrooms. Um, I want to go down to one, but I'll I'll let it have the extra point just for like Reba. Um, and um, yeah, but it was like the fact that they waited so long and then did this one was a really big disappointment and uh, did not live up to uh, anything really. Um and uh, uh, the fans didn't love it either. I mean, the, apparently the fandom was furious after Wisdom of Friends, just like <laughs> we were. And so uh, then this one, they were kind of like, OK, Reba's fine, but like the rest is. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go nuts and give this a five. OK, because I I uh, was I think you know for me the last one was so bad and then I was prepared for this to just be like garbage movie as well and I think the fact that they I liked that I was surprised that they brought back Braun and then I I I thought that compared to some of the you know a lot of the other movies I felt like a lot more happy like I felt like it actually felt like a journey in this movie that a lot more things happened along the way kind of like journey to big water where it was like, you know, some of the movies I feel like, Oh, you could list out five things that happened. Then that's it. This one. I was like, I felt like it felt like a journey. And also the reason for the journey was actually like a, a real, a good motivation, a good motivator for them to go out. Not just like, Oh, I got to help these dumb idiots get back to their dumb place. Um, like the wisdom of friends. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I felt like, you know, if they're going to go, uh, back into the mysterious beyond again, this was a good reason to do so. And then the fact that the songs were actually not as terrible as they have in the past. I was like, okay, this is like, uh, this is kind of fine. And for me, I was like, if you're going to watch, if you're going to, you know, if we're going to in the end rankings, I don't know how everyone's listing stuff, but if you're going to be like, you should watch uh, the original and then, you know, 10. And then I feel like this is a decent follow-up to 10. And 10, yeah. I only gave a five as well, even though maybe now I feel like 10 should have gotten like higher than a five. So yeah. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I think this one's not so bad. I don't know. I'd, 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 uh, I'd say if you're really into the series, not a bad watch. I don't necessarily disagree. I'm going to split the difference between y'all and go with the three magic mushrooms for this. I... I am very jaded on this series now. I feel like that have, uh, there is not much joy that I can find in it. Uh, but 
I was, uh, like I said, uh, the, the fact there was a recap and we didn't just completely etch a sketch everything that happened, uh, that it was, it at least chose some storylines to bring back that mm-hmm. wasn't Daddy Top's love life. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess that's something. <laughs> exactly. Three magic mushrooms. By the way, Jake, this is out of 10. So even though we were oh, shocked God, okay. that Justin did five, <laughs> like, it's because we're that's shocked a good, that's that a good, that's a good yeah. watch out there. Yeah, right. exactly. Because I'd give it a yup, yup, yup. I'd go three. <laughs> <laughs> you got Reba, because that's a, that's a hard sell. Yeah. Like, you know, I don't know if she read the script, but, like, you got her on there. It was great. The songs were solid. The gang was back together. It felt good. Like if you're just like have watched one and then you jump to now because it was like, oh, sweet. They're doing the same stuff. But since they are doing the same stuff and the plot just kind of meanders in certain parts and, you know, you just want to slap Littlefoot in the face due to his decision making and (laughs) all of these things, it's, you know, it brings it down to the three. But really Reba's holding on to that, Mm -hmm. those three mushrooms right there. For her song and her sister's song. <laughs> I might have given it a four if I caught Spike saying damn. Yeah. <laughs> damn. Damn. So great. But yeah, three. Uh, uh okay, awesome. So we're gonna give you the option, Jake, of sweet release. And uh you could be dismissed <laughs> if you don't want to listen to us rank all 14 films as well as talk about our favorite songs. Um what is your decision? I do you know what? I just want to hear this when it's out. <laughs> okay. yeah. oh, what a diplomatic answer. But here's the thing though. I really do want to hear what y'all think about it because I gotta jump and dive into the rest of the movies. Because after seeing this one and hearing about all you the don't movies, <laughs> so aliens, Mr. Treehorn being racist. Yeah. Oh, all the good stuff, you know? Yeah. It's real. And if anything, you know, for for Rob Paulson and his spike, I just gotta go back and mm-hmm. you know. True, spot. true. You gotta find the one where he scats for sure. <laughs> this, yeah. Um, so thank you so much uh for watching this and being here with us. Where can people uh find your work and follow you online? Yeah, uh, Jake Knox Music on everything. You can Google it. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't, I had so much fun doing this. Like, this is so great. It's just great. You know, it was great to have you <laughs> that's on. What, yeah, man. That's what podcasts are all about, right? Someone just being like, oh, this is so nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I give y'all a 10 out of 10. 10. Oh, <laughs> thank you. But no, thanks so much for having me. I mean, seriously. <laughs> You know, ah, today was the day. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Hey, that was hey, 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 hey. That was perfect. Stinky was weed, perfect. stinky weed, weed, stinky yeah. weed. <laughs> uh, well, y'all have a good rest of the time. I'm excited to listen to this. So, okay, Thanks sounds again. good. We'll make it good. Thank All you right. so much. <laughs> All right. See you, Jake. Thanks for being on. All right. All right. Well, now that Jake is gone and we know we're going to listen, he's going to listen to this. We're going to spend the rest of the episode ranking the songs on breaking up with dreams by Jake. No, Nice. <laughs> <laughs> no I actually, I genuinely like his album. Go listen to it. I know. Yeah. I was just, it's I'm just messing. Good. It's good. It's, it's uh, okay. Really so fun. do we want to start with song rankings or movie rankings? Uh, uh, the movie rankings are so like, I had a hard time. 
I feel like the first few of mine make sense and the rest I'm just like, I don't know. I, I already told you, Liz, that I was like, I had I wrote down six and the rest of them are just like, ah. yeah, yeah. I, I refuse I, I, I to do that. I have a comprehensive ranking. I have all, I have all 14 <laughs> ranked as well. But, okay, okay. Uh, well, first, let me tell you what I've ranked as my favorite 10 songs because I wrote down, I'll show you, a list of all the songs and then just went through and figured out which ones I could actually like remember oh, how man. they sounded or oh, went. Man. So I'll read them to you. And I did not spoil myself with the list of greatest hits. So you could tell me afterwards how many like I overlap with. OK, OK, OK. So the best song, number one, is If We Hold On Together from the original movie, Diana Ross. Great theme. James Horner. Amazing. Mm-hmm. My second favorite song was Peaceful Valley. Uh, run around, run around. Mm-hmm. Mm. My third favorite song is Friends for Dinner. Yep. Uh, my fourth favorite song is We're a Family and You're One of Us Now, uh, which is also from two. Uh-huh. Then my fifth favorite song is Beyond the Mysterious Beyond, because I like the fact that they were taking one of the fake concepts from the movie and <laughs> talking about it in song. Yep. Uh, six, I put Big, 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 Big Water. Uh, that's the one that's been that stuck one, in my head the most. Yeah, that got a reprise and everything. <laughs> Uh, seven, I put always there just for the reason that Littlefoot acknowledges the death of his mother mm-hmm. in song. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, eight, I put creepy, crawly, stupid stompers. <laughs> yep. Mostly because it reminds <laughs> me of the creepy crawlies. Yes. <laughs> yep, or creepy yep. crawlers commercial. Does that but include the Michael Clark Duncan version? <laughs> yeah, include. I They listed as two separate songs. I'm just putting them together. Um, and then my ninth was Say So because of the clever uh, three <laughs> three pronged wordplay. And then 10, I'll put this look for the light thing from Reba. Wow, I know right. that you're going to take umbrage with the fact that I didn't include eggs, <laughs> but I never liked that song as much as you guys did. And so I did not. Include it's it. not eggs. a good song, no, but it certainly is a memorable one. I don't have it on my list, honestly. <laughs> Okay, so what's your list? I I only did five. Okay, I I was I was crunched for time. Okay, number one, obviously, we hold if we hold on together, Diana Ross. Right. Uh, You know, actually, on the best of, there's a version sung by Andy McAfee and Aria Noel Curzon, which I kept thinking it was going to show up in the movies, but never did. That'd be incredible. Number two, I don't know, man. I put Look for the Light by Reba McIntyre, number two. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I was worried it would be recency bias. If I uh, yeah, I just it, was yeah. like, I mean, this is what they should have been doing. I was like, you yep. got a real singer. And the song, you know, I I'm, you know, I feel bad saying this too, but I was like watching still in the credits. Like, I'm convinced that those two writers did not write this song. Right. Re- Reba's people had something to do with it. Sounding as good as it did, I'm sure. Um and I think she, you know, the the performance is just really good by her on there. And I, I, I just was like, you know, it's kind of like a cheat, I guess, because you know, you've got a real a real singer, and she's actually performing it in the, uh, in the uh, show in the movie, and not just in the end credits, like my number three song, <laughs> "No One Has to Be Alone" by Donny Osmond. Oh yeah. <laughs> I really like that one. Okay. But um, I couldn't remember how it goes. So I automatically eliminated anything I could not like. Yeah, sing in that's my true. Head. Fair enough. And then I have number four. I have Beyond the Mysterious Beyond because that is the yeah. one. That's the one that always gets in my head. Like Beyond the Mysterious, mysterious Beyond. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. I think about that one a lot. And then, of course, number five, The Legend of the Lone Dinosaur. I mean, come yes. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a fun. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. Uh, my my list is there's nothing. There's no 
no surprise. Well, eggs makes it onto my list. Uh, <laughs> but eggs is eggs is number five on my list. Nice. Uh, I have the Diana Ross song. I had the Donny Osmond song. I had the Lone Dinosaur. Uh, and then I had Big Water. You didn't have friends for dinner. You oh, friend, love oh, that and song. And friends for dinner. And friends for dinner. <laughs> there we go. Friends for dinner. Okay, yeah, so on. now read us the greatest hits so that we can be enraged. Okay, here's what's on the best songs from the land before time. This was released in conjunction with the uh, Journey of the Brave. It's the same year, 2016. Journey of the okay. Brave. <laughs> so, okay, number one, if we hold on together by the characters in the film, which we okay. have never heard. Um, number two, Legend of the Lone Dinosaur. Mm. Number three, Today's the Day. Number four, When You're on Your Own, which I don't remember what movie that's from. Number five. That is from, uh, I have them all written here in order. And I something where Thomas it. Decker was still doing. Uh, oh, yeah. okay. Oh, it's from, it's from Lone Dinosaur uh, at the end. Oh, okay. Um, family is the uh, number five song. Family. With uh, Tress McNeil and some of the other people. Oh, that's when Spike almost left. Yeah. Um, and then we have uh, Donny Osmond. No one has to be alone. Uh, number seven is Imaginary Friend, which is the one about all their imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, one that didn't make my list is Best of Friends by Olivia Newton-John. Right. Uh, that was from uh, The Long Neck Migration. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then they have Only Stupid Stompers by Michael Clark Duncan. Not Creepy Crawlers, but Stupid Stompers by itself. What? They, yep. <laughs> It's a so minute, this uh, was really a star fucker of an album. Yeah, they, the, they got to uh, be like, we got to get all the guest stars. And then number 10 is Look for the Light, Reba. And then uh, Diana Ross finishes it out with If We Hold On Together, which has eight million, eight and a half million plays. Here, I'll tell you which one. Okay, that one has eight and a half million plays. And then the next highest played one is The Best of Friends by Olivia Newton-John. 406,000. <laughs> All righty. So there you go. Interesting. Um, so, yeah, the songs have been really hit or miss, but I, you know, I feel I just want to apologize to the name of that all girl group that wrote the songs for two, because I criticized them so hard when we were reviewing two. <laughs> yeah. And then those dang songs were stuck in my head for the last 11 or 12. They weeks. were the be- they were some of the best. Songs. Yeah, you, yeah, you had them on your list. Yeah. I was like, these songs suck. They're garbage. They're talking way too fast. Why they put all these syllables in? And now looking back, I'm like, those songs were masterpieces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty rough. That's pretty rough. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We ready to do this? Big The big old rankings? I mean, I don't think they're going to make much sense, but we can list them out. <laughs> they're not going to make any sense. <laughs> People yeah. are going to be like, I don't remember which movie that is, which is the same thing I said when I was making this list. I had to like, that's why I didn't make a full list. Cause I had to like reread all the plots for all of them. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, I wrote down the titles and the number. If you want me to go first. Sure. sure. But, okay. Do you want me to start at the top or the bottom? Uh, let's stop with the. I mean, we actually, yeah, let's start at the top because we know what's at the top. And I think that going down to the bottom, but well, I think that the, what, the one we hated the most is actually going to be the most interesting part of this. <laughs> All right. So number one, Land Before Time OG, Land Before Time 1 is my number one. Yes. Number two actually is the Great Valley Adventure. Number two, two. Introduction yep. of Chomper. Yep. Number three, 
it for me is land before time 10 the great log neck migration they went all out for the 10th that's my number three mm-hmm. number four another chopper mysterious island land before time five friends for dinner uh number five I'm sure this is higher up on yours, but Secret of Saurus Rock, the lone dinosaur, Land Before Time <laughs> 6, is my number five. My number six, um, which is shocking to me, but I chose the Stone of Cold Fire, Land mm-hmm. Before Time 7, Rainbow Face, Aliens, Uncle Toronto. Uh, number seven for me is uh, The Big Freeze, Land Before Time 8, Spike's Identity Crisis. Um and I think overall, in the end, what I ended up going with was even though we complained about how crazy some of these plots were getting in the beginning, I had to reward the big swings of the like crazy <laughs> plots and character <laughs> moments because right. they get so boring when they're doing literally nothing. Um, OK, so I'm going to resume. My eighth favorite is The Journey to Big Water, Land Before Time 9. That's Moe's movie. Uh, nine, number nine shocking to me also is the time of the great giving land before time three abusive dads uh so i have <laughs> these are my like uh, my i don't know how my code words for yeah. this. uh number 10 is journey through the mist land before time four that one had a rat and shiny flowers mm-hmm. um <laughs> number 11 invasion of tiny sauruses land before time 11 Sarah's dad goes for a genocide. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Number 12, Great Day of the Flyers, Land Before Time 12. I don't know. (laughs) This is where it gets kind of like, you know, a wash. Number 13, Journey of the Brave, the thing we just watched, Land Before Time 14. And the worst movie, in my opinion, is Land Before Time 13, The Wisdom of Friends. Yellow-bellied mm. dum-dums. <laughs> Yellow-bellied dum-dums, yes. That's not a bad list. So, yeah. So, but then my order is 1, 2, 10, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 3, 4, 11, 12, 14, 13. Not bad. Do you want I feel to- like I more or less agree with that, with, like, Lone Dinosaur being, like, too ahead of that. But <laughs> my, your worst and your best are pretty much there. And I think I had Moe's appearance a little bit higher. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had a, I had, um, yeah. And I mean, I put, honestly, you guys, I put journey of the brave number three. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just like, I, I, okay. How could you do that to chopper? I, I, okay. Chopper, like well, whatever. What's your two? I, I don't love the great long neck migration is number two. Uh, cause I feel like I like the uh, chopper is fine. Okay. But he's just another friend. I, I like that. Those three movies kind of continue the story of Littlefoot, who's ostensibly the main character. Uh, and I feel like it tells a good, like if, 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 if this was like a trilogy or something, it's a decent trilogy where it's like, you, you've got the amazing first movie, second movie, you meet the dad, third movie, you got to go back and rescue the dad or something. I feel I, like I don't, I don't hate that logic. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why I was like, those are three. And then number four, I put Mo cause I like journey of big to big water. Because I thought Mo was just hilarious, and I I was doing the voice all the time. Do the voice. <laughs> I put uh, number four, <laughs> the land before time journey to big water. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, I had a great time with that one. Um, and then secret of, secret of source rock number five, uh, mysterious island number six, 
which I know doesn't make sense, but I, I had more fun with that one than uh, the one that introduces uh, um, Chomper. So yeah. number seven, Journey Journey Through the Mists was uh, number seven. Number eight is The Great Valley Adventure for me. I just, yeah, I don't really like that one. Um, number nine, uh, Lamb for Time 3, Time of Great Giving. Number 10, Lamb for Time 7, Stone of Cold Fire. Uh, and then number 11, The Big Freeze. Number 12, Tiny Sauruses. Number 13, Flyer, Great Day of the Flyers. And number 14, uh, yeah, The Wisdom is Friends. Terrible, terrible movie. So yeah, there was uh, some big differences between mine and Ela's and, and yours. We all hated the same one though. That's I find that I find it's that just very. It's interesting. not just us. Like I promise you, the fandom also hates the Wisdom of Friends, and it makes sense. That's why they just stop. They cut it off. They cut the movies off for n- nine years. Yeah, cut it off. Yeah, I mean, I the of the list that I had, I had the first one, and then I had uh, ten, then I had Lo- Dinosaur, then I had. Stone of Cold Fire, Big Water, <laughs> and Tiny Sources. <laughs> nice. Does it ever bother you to be so predictable? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Because <laughs> uh, those are the ones I could remember. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, wait, Elis, do you have the uh, our predictions thing? Oh, my God. I totally forgot. All right. So. When will the Land Before Time series become a musical? I said the fourth movie. Tyler said the third movie. Justin said the second movie. And um, Rachel said the third movie. I win. You won. Yeah. <laughs> when will the dinosaurs hit puberty? I said eight. Tyler said four. Justin said never. And Rachel said five. Justin, again. The ding, answer ding, ding. is No. Ooh, okay here's a good one when will we have a prequel or extended flashback i said nine tyler said seven justin said never and rachel said three that's one for me it was ten yeah (laughs) i was totally wrong on that shocked will we ever see the next generation uh children of our favorite dinosaurs now we got some sub you know parallel generations but we never saw the next generation i said 12 tyler said four rachel said 14 justin said never oh yeah another point for justin all right when will there be a christmas movie and i think arguably we never got one yeah not even close we got ice but it wasn't christmasy we got great givings not Christmas. Uh, I said 10. Tyler said nine. Justin said, ten, or no, sorry. I said six. Tyler said nine. Justin said 10. Rachel said nine. When yeah. will we introduce the concept of magic, which I would argue was in land before time seven. We'll say the alien appearance was magic. Sure. Um, so seven, uh, I said seven on the dot. Tyler oh, said shit. six. Justin said never. And Rachel <laughs> also said seven. Wow. You guys crazy. All right. Uh, will we see the death of or disappearance, permanent disappearance of one of our five dinosaurs? I said never. Tyler said two. For <laughs> <laughs> Justin, <laughs> Justin said seven and Rachel said never. So point to me and Rachel. Damn. Yeah, I really thought Petrie was going to bite it. <laughs> Number two. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, okay. When will we introduce mammals which we surprisingly did all the way back in land before time 
four with the fuzzy little guy. I don't even remember his name, but he was a little rat. And we were all way off on this because I said 10. Tyler said 10. Justin said eight. And Rachel said 12. Wow. So but that was the only mammal we ever got. I yeah, think. there was a rat in this movie, actually. There was a rat and we got a few frogs and um, mm-hmm. turtles. But yeah. Yeah, the frogs were weird. I forgot about that. That was weird. right. <laughs> uh, will we ever see man? humans we did not and i said 14 tyler said five and justin and rachel both correctly predicted we would never see them never spike speaks oh this is a good one so he spoke in four right the journey through the mists yeah when he says uh he said ducky yeah yeah okay i said never tyler said four Justin said five. <sighs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry. I misread it. Dang it. Sorry, Tyler. Okay. I said never. Tyler said three. Justin ah, said five. It. Rachel said three. So y'all split the difference. Dang it. Ah, it was four. So close. When will we get our first poop or fart joke? <laughs> Shockingly did not happen until the 13th film. Mm-hmm. But I said five. Tyler said four. Justin said three. And Rachel said three. We had no hope for this series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are like immediately poop jokes. <laughs> right. Amazing. Um, and then we said, when will the group meet their opposites or another group that is just like them, but slightly different? They never. Littlefoot kind of did. Littlefoot kind of did. Yeah. But that was a spike, maybe. But that, that was pretty much it. Yeah. Um, But if you want to say Littlefoot did, that was Land Before Time 4, Journey Through the Mists. I said three. Tyler said two. Justin said six. And Rachel said two. Mm -hmm. So overall, at least one of us pretty much got most of these. But we never, ever hit puberty or had love interests of any kind, which I kind of appreciate. We're still talking. We're still talking about the, these movies, right? Also <laughs> me, personally. Yeah. Uh, the, the collective. We never got the experience. Yeah, we uh, as in our five friends. Uh, so yeah, they, they have not yet matured. Um, and we know, so obviously if they don't hit puberty, we haven't seen the next generation. I am surprised there was no, Christmas. I wonder if there's a Christmas like episode in oh, the TV yeah. show. Um, there could be. And I I do like that they stayed away from humans. Grandpa's like, it's Santasaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah. That was that was fun. Um We made it. We did make it. I do kind of want to commit to watching the TV show because it's like there's like story stuff in it. Yeah, we should do a special episode. I think that we should. We yeah. could do it. We could do it. OK, I think, you know, one of the things we need to talk about here at the end is that this right. is supposed to be the end of our uh, weekly format of the show. Uh, we're not mm-hmm. ending the show uh, because we know you guys love it. We love having you here. Uh, we just have a lot of things going on in life right now. So we need to just take a little bit of a break and um we're going to focus on, you know, we're going to focus on catching new entries when they come out. Uh, for example, there's going to be one coming up here pretty soon. I think we're going to be talking about a new Mortal Kombat animated film. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe ne- you meant to say Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Mortal Kombat! <laughs> uh, the, the next entry uh, in the Mortal Kombat Legends uh, hyper violent animated films. Um, 
we'll be doing that, I think, in a couple weeks. And um, yeah, stuff like the Land Before Time uh, TV series we can schedule. And then, you know, throughout the year, instead of doing, uh, you know, an episode every week, we will come back with a franchise and be on for, you know, a few weeks at a time or so, however long the franchise is. And then we'll take another, uh, you know, maybe a month break or a few weeks or whatever. We'll take some breaks in between so that we can, you know, yeah, watch deal, other things <laughs> yeah <laughs> deal with other life things and enjoy our families and everything but we still want to do this for you because it's fun and we have fun i know you guys like it uh we like being here um but yeah so that that that's what this whole lamb for time journey was leading to a little mm-hmm. bit more free time <laughs> absolutely you know who doesn't love that who doesn't love that yeah, and I think, you know, Mortal Kombat, but then I there's a new Bring It On. That's yes. a horror movie that's been announced. Horror movie uh, Bring It a On. Chucky TV show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, These are all things we'll be ta- popping in to talk about when they come out. Chucky TV definitely. show, I think, is pretty soon, too. But yeah, I would say let's do the TV series next week. But it's like we got no. we got to take a we got to take a uh, land before time break. Okay, we we did we just did it for fourteen weeks. Yeah, <laughs> that's like half of a lifetime. We got to do it though because we got to see the lone dinosaur return. Oh yeah, we'll do a we'll do a bonus once we're uh, well. It'll be out there. We'll, yeah, it'll yeah. be a it'll be a sweet treat for yeah. later in the year. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But yeah, so I mean, you know, this is now, yeah, we're now over 200 episodes and uh, just want to say thanks for everyone um, who has been sticking with us from the beginning and still listening. And we hope that you continue with us in this, uh, you know, a little bit change of format as we continue on in the future here. We hope you'll come back and see us when we pop back in. Keep, uh, yeah, you know, it'll be on the same feed. Nothing's changing there. The the episodes aren't going away or anything. So if you want to tell your friends about us and check out the past episodes so they can catch up for when we pop in with Bring It On or uh, Chucky, whatever's coming up, um, they can do that. It'll still be there. Uh, and yeah, the, the episodes will, will appear on the same feed as always. Yeah. And we'll try to signal out, out when they're on social media, when they're coming. So yep. you can kind of catch up and, you know, the best way to dip into some of these series is to listen to our episodes. I mean, we, we kind of go through them. We watch them so you don't have to. Exactly. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we condense, you know, yeah. Some of our Lamb Before Time episodes are as long as the movies themselves. <laughs> <laughs> so. Sorry, yeah not all of them i was that was yeah that was um so yeah let us know uh even though we'll have a slightly more limited format let us know what franchises you are hoping to see um or any send us any sequel news uh at sequel rights at gmail.com or you can find us on twitter instagram facebook and i swear i'm gonna get the back catalog up on youtube one of these days <laughs> at sequel <Yeah>. rights <laughs> and please rate reviewers it'll help other people find the podcast like i said at the top of the show there is over 200 episodes out there we have tremors we have starship troopers we have lots of series that we had a lot of fun talking about uh that are some great episodes there the great thing about this show is that we're not very topical so that the the episodes are fairly evergreen that's right uh, and if you like if you like them uh please go back and rate and review share them with your friends we'd really appreciate it that's right And again, just like, thanks for being here with us through all of this. Uh, It's been great. And we will see you guys in a few weeks with Mortal Kombat Legends Battle of the Realms. Look for the light, one little spark, a little bit of hope to lead you out of the dark. 
Somewhere deep inside of you It's shining so bright All you gotta do is look You gotta look for the light Look for the light Open your eyes You never know when you're gonna find a surprise Some things may tickle you Others may bite Listen to my sister Mr. Come on and look for the light If there's a wall, sometimes you bump it A big old rock, you have to jump it Maybe you're tired, maybe you're scared But the only thing you have to be Is be prepared To look for the light And you're